0: Not Too much is past oh. this man. Oh. It's a call. It's one, <laughs> Yes. Toby Green, take a bow. Hit the fence on the
1: fall. Big man, two hundred and three centimetres, one hundred and twelve
2: kilos. Tuck. A big blow. Here we are again, border barrels. Um final episode of the uh, regular season, round 23, um, and it was funny, it was all happening, there was a couple of real, uh, really good games in this, and I, I did watch a few, um, but as always, this this podcast will not survive if I continue to talk about footy, everyone else switch it off, I reckon my own mum would switch it off um, within about 9 seconds, because even she knows I don't know anything about footy, so I'll try and get the boys on the line, see if it's dialing, Oh. Hello. Hello. Who have we got there? Hey. Oh, this is uh, this is Grazi. Oh, Grazi. How are you, buddy? What's happening?
1: Is it? Is, no, it's just you and me.
2: Yeah. I I don't know. I did hit group. Um, so, Hutto is still dialing, apparently.
1: Oh. No. Oh, well, we've what? made this joke before, but... Oh, hang on. What's up, big nuts? Hey, there you go. Oh. All right, stop talking shit about him. He's
2: here. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's it. That's it. All right. I felt it
2: coming. And my just, phone didn't move. Yeah, oh there you go. And just so you know, Huddle, I I don't it hasn't really changed. Like it sounds exactly the same, so but that's alright, it'll be stable at least. Oh, uh, okay. That's alright. Um Fair enough. Anyway, uh, lads. are we live? Yeah, we're live. Bloody oath we are. Fucking we're doing it live. I oh, know, fuck. Is there another monologue? Uh no, the no, I didn't really have anything this week and I didn't want to sort of do similar to last week. I don't really have any thoughts. I've got some footy thoughts though. If oh, like it. Yeah, yeah. A few. yeah, I've got a few going on. What a round. It's just, this is why anyone can watch finals of anything because just the intensity and all that sort of stuff just goes straight up and there was um, a few games there that were definitely worth the watch. But anyway, um, we'll go straight into it unless you boys have anything to say before we uh, before we get going. No, nah, not well, really. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, I just want to... Uh in advance, just apologise if I sort of go up and down with my emotions on this, this podcast.
2: Hold on. Because it's, uh,
1: oh, well, it's just what it's a strange week. I mean, we've got a, a regional lockdown, that sucks, but then, you know, we've we've had our first COVID back, so that's, that's good. Yeah. And then we've had an incredibly strange round of football. We've had like, saying goodbye to Clarko and Burgoyne, and then we're winning most of the game against Richmond's reserves, and Somehow find a way to have a draw, so that sucks. And then CM Punk returned to pro wrestling, so that's good. <laughs> so here we are, having a beer, talking about footy, so I'll do my best to keep it together.
2: That's a go. And also, a little bit yeah. different this week, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, so it'll be interesting to see the beer choices and uh, whether everyone's actually have maybe Maybe there might be a few cups of tea around. I'm not too sure if everyone's having a beer.
0: Ooh. Oh. Also... Uh, not on the beers, but Zach, you had the perfect opportunity for a really good Simpsons reference in there. that good, that bad. Oh, and you I didn't take it. Was it.
1: A <laughs> the round is I thought I realised so halfway through. Oh, and the other, the other um, down one as well is all this bloody underrated MVP drama, which we'll get to.
0: Nah, there's no drama. We We, Simon and I took it upon ourselves to pick an underrated MVP as was discussed in previous podcasts and the person that we picked we believe was very much deserving, and won his side the game when he when they needed him the most.
2: Anyway, but I've got I've got more clarification, but we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We will get to it. We'll get straight into it. So Friday night's game, we've got Port Power sixty six, Western Bulldogs sixty four. What is that? Was a that was a bad loss for the
1: Western Bulldogs.
2: It really well. Was. It turned out to be a bad loss. Uh, it really was like how the mighty have fallen. I reckon shit haircuts may have caused the difference between, um, between <laughs> winning and losing. <laughs> and I think it must have done them in. I didn't realise um, how shit they've been going. But, yeah, they've really done themselves in. But I think, yeah, the haircuts certainly haven't helped.
1: Who's well, the main culprit,
0: do you think?
2: Um, oh, the dude who... With, that, with the haircut. I can't remember his bloody name. He's got the longest mullet in the league, I reckon.
0: Yeah, it's Bailey Smith. It has to be oh, Bailey Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bazlinka, it's Bazlinka. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That—that that is a horrible hit.
1: Oh well, he's got a lot of Instagram followers because of it. It might be his ten pack that he's got too,
0: but
2: there you go. Well, any any uh, any actual footy footy chatter?
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, like ba- take it away, it's your second favourite team playing your seventh favourite team.
1: Well, yeah, that's why another mixed emotions. Like the dogs lead the whole game and lose right at the end, and. You just knew something weird would happen in a Brisbane game that would mean the Dogs missed the top four. But um, there was, was two things involving Jason Johannesson in this game. Um, what about his very late goal of the year contender? Did you see that?
0: Not the one where he got put into the post.
1: Well, he had to, like, pick it up, change pace, and then just hit a check side as five guys converged on him and got hip and shoulder into the post. Oh, I thought, you yeah. ripper. But then also, I didn't realise that he actually played a long time ago, and came out of retirement for this second run of his career. Did you know about that? What? Uh, Brian Taylor, calling him Jason Johnson
0: late in the game. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Um, I wasn't sure where you were going with that joke, but I did hear that Jason Johnson, and it wasn't... He didn't in even cry. No, he was, just, he was just happy with what he said, that he was committed to that. Wouldn't expect anything
1: less from BT, but uh, we'll, we're picking up on all of his bullshit this year, and we'll continue to do so.
0: Was it in this game where um, someone quite clearly hit the post and his call was, oh, I thought that was a goal?
1: Yeah, I and think he just called it as a goal and then realised yeah. he was wrong, but yeah.
0: But it, like, it bounced at a right angle off the post. It wasn't like it, it, <coughs> like it wasn't edged. It was like it couldn't have hit the post more. The post almost fell over.
1: Surely he's not getting the grand final. Like he will, but surely someone's got to step in.
0: It's over in Perth, surely. First grand final ever over in Perth, if it does eventuate, we get Dennis Cometti back um, yep. to call it live from the ground. And then I don't care who else, as long as it's no, Dennis I, Cometti.
1: Do you think maybe maybe we can open a bit of a forbidden door contractually and maybe Fox Footy just says to Anthony Hudson, we've spoken to Channel 7, you're in, just for this yeah. one day.
0: So we get yeah. Huddo and Dennis Cometti." Oh, Oh, that'd be good. I think um, Hutto deserves it. He's a gun. Every good moment in the AFL, he calls. And he calls it perfectly. And then when there's a good moment by anyone else, um, sorry, anyone else calling it, it sucks.
1: Well, the goal for Sarong last
0: week.
1: That was just fantastic. We watched that on the podcast live, but with no sound. So listening back to it after, this is just spectacular.
0: Even Simo's call was better than what BT would have given
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. BT would have said, "Good goal." Or who was that? It was Chera? <laughs>
2: yeah. Even I've learned BT's pretty shit house, and Den- like it's oh, you can't help but feel they, you know. I know Dennis probably loves potting around the garden now, but we we bloody need you. Um, we need you. <laughs> come back. Yeah, I just I, I feel that he just so iconic and he was just it was brilliant like he wasn't slipping at all um so some commentators obviously when they're getting a little bit older and slipping like you know with bruce loves his athletics but with the footy like the names were slipping and that sort of stuff as well but yeah dennis was pretty sharp so it's yeah it'd be great for him to have a comeback
1: and the issue with dennis you don't necessarily like some guy you might get a bit forgetful as you get older and call players by the wrong name but I think with Dennis, it was just he was sick of the travelling. He was sick of living in hotels. I mean, he's always lived in Perth. Every weekend, he was spending half his week in Melbourne or in Sydney, and that's what got to him.
2: That's fair fair enough, too. All right, any more comments on this game? Um,
0: No, I don't think so. No one retired, did they?
2: (laughs) No, they're both still
1: very much alive. I think Porter Prime, by the way.
0: Oh, no. What do you mean? I mean, like, like the people, players that have retired last games or some bullshit that they got their final game, but no one did. Lin Jong didn't play and Tom Rockley didn't play. Oh, so, right. They're not playing finals. So. No, 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 no. I just thought maybe they might give, if there were anyone to retire, they might give, um, give them a final game. Oh, there was
1: one last quick stat. Um, Marcus Bontempelli attended more Ruck contests than Tim English. Hmm. So what's and Stephen s- Martin played in the reserve.
2: So what's the go there? Because yeah, right. because Tim English I know is a lot taller than Bond. And so why is Bond in there? Is he just really strong, or what? What's the go?
0: Bond won a
2: few.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I see a lot of Dogs fans complain that um, Beveridge has one lost the passion, which I find interesting. And two, he's always done this. The Dogs don't have a best twenty-two. They've got like a best twenty-seven, and he's. Yeah. Changes it whenever he feels like it. But you're playing for top four, and you've got Stephen Martin playing reserve, and you put your, well, m- maybe the best player in the AFL, like your Rolls Royce, in the ruck to get battered against Scott Lysette. who will batter you.
0: It's just but that's very the thing strange. as well. It's, it's not like they're playing a team with like one ruck, and then Font can like he's playing on the um backup ruck, who's just a spare tall. Like if you play West Coast, it's just Oscar Allen or something. Port Adelaide. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Genuine Ruckman, they've got Scott Lysette, then Peter Laddams is running around in the forward line.
1: He played all right, too.
0: A big set shot. Who, Laddams?
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it took him about two and a half quarters to even take a mark. He looked like he's never seen a footy before.
1: Yeah, but he stood up when it mattered. Hey, he was in your Supercoach team last year. He's your mate.
0: Yeah, last year. Um, <laughs> what about um, Ollie Wines may have... Well, I mean, uh, Clayton Oliver last night would have got three votes, but depending on where Oliver and Wines sit, I think Wines has got three from this one, and Bont's lost Brown Mo if he was ahead as well. Yeah.
1: I think Wines and Oliver are going to get some votes late, and Bont, I think I messaged you, I, I, I don't think Bont will get a vote probably the last four or five weeks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's kind reasonable. He's been... Uh, he's still been good, but not his standards. Um, oh, yeah. Even when I say he's been good, he, he wasn't very good um, Friday night. <clears throat> but
1: he was good, in. Um, he's been okay in their losses. That's the other part. Yeah. Like, So other guys you think will take both away from him?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, well, we better get on to the main thing, Simon. That's the underrated MVP, Connor Rose.
2: Oh, um, nice. Didn't he play well? Wasn't he good? Now, I'll
1: just explain to all the listeners out there. <laughs> The reason why I would say Connor Rose doesn't fit the criteria of the underrated MVP, despite the fact that somehow Simo and Hutto have ended up being the ones they think selecting the last one, is that Connor Rose in the eyes of the media and the AFL world isn't underrated. If you look through the team, it's the lesser known guy, generally. And there's, there's guys like Miller and Darcy Parrish. They've, after their selections, that's when everyone's noticed them. But, Picking picking Connor O'Shea, as, well, as I said, do you pick Matt Rowell or pick Ben or Max King? But they're not underrated. They're they're going to be young stars. And everyone already knows that.
2: Well, look, I'm just going to jump in. Bloody everyone knows Tuke was good. He was bloody in the top yeah. five of, the, of his draft class. So like, I don't know about that. Like, no, he went. He went like picked thirty something. Oh, oh, that was a redraft. We're looking at. I still reckon he was yeah, yeah. good. I, I I knew about tuke before. Um, this other bloke, I, didn't, I hadn't really heard much about him. I thought he played very well.
0: Yeah, um, Connor Rosey, welcome to the uh, he's medical sub in the UMVP as selected by Simon Grassi.
1: Um, Are we going? Um, uh, oh! Actually. Well, the other thing, too, that I, re- I actually did go back and find out why it was that apparently this was handed over to you for this last round. And it was after I tried to select Jack Henry. And then it turns out we didn't end up picking it, which probably makes the whole deal null and void, in
0: my opinion. No, it was your pick on that, um, that week. We've no. we, we spoken about us picking the last round for many a week.
1: Yeah, but that was the reason why. But then the reason never came too, because it ended up being Zach Bailey after your, uh, your rebuttal that weekend.
0: Well, you did ask some, You asked if I... I watched the game, which I did, and you asked if Jack Henry was good, and I said no. You didn't watch the game. You you technically actually picked one. You picked Aaron Thomas. No, I told I said Teren Thomas or Nick Larkey, to which you agreed, and then yeah. you you made the call, so you picked Teren Thomas. Well, I'll, I'll we'll
1: move on from this, but I'll only you tell who I think. I'll, I'll tell you who I think the
2: underrated MVP is when we get to that game, uh, the medical slump. Righto. We'll just we'll just keep going anyway. Um, some more bad news uh, for Grazie coming up. Oh. Saturday, uh, we had Richmond Tigers, 83. Hawthorne Hawks, also 83. Is that the second draw of the season? Yeah.
0: Oh, what
2: are oh, the chances of that happening? Hawthorne second, sorry. Hawthorne yeah.
0: second, yep. but how... That Three, means we won eight games. Four. No, it doesn't. That
1: means we won six games. No, we won, oh. we won seven and had two draws. Oh, so we're on, That means we've got the right amount of points for eight wins.
0: Oh. If only actually that, won eight games.
1: <laughs> this, I'm like, talking about mixed emotions, I was frustrated this whole game because we played horribly against a team that had the most inexperienced midfield that's ever gone into an AFL game at, at first and about. And we are five goals up with six minutes left. They went and put Burgoyne at full four going, right, we've got this. Let's try and get him to goal. Didn't have another inside 50 and just let goal after goal after goal go through. And it ends that way. So everyone's like, oh, pretty, pretty poetic. And it's like, no, no, it's not poetic. It's very frustrating. And all that good work we did leading up to this last game. I wanted, to, I just wanted a big win. That's, I wanted to go into off season going, look at us go. And instead, it's like, right, oh, good. We had the best team we could have picked from on the day and we can't beat a BFL tonight So, frustrating.
2: <laughs> Time. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it probably would be. But I, I just find it crazy. <laughs> two, two draws in a, in a season. I'm just not too sure. But it is a bugger because we all love the Burgoyns, So It would have been good, like, coming down to the wire and then he had to kick the winning goal. It would have been fantastic. But it, it sucks that they're even close to that he position
1: the, anyway. You nearly had the match-winning save. Nearly stopped yeah. the goal that actually levelled the scores. With three seconds left. Yeah, bugger. Well, oh.
0: I guess no, no one goes home disappointed, do they? But Asprey retires. He he doesn't lose. Uh, Burgoyne's out. He doesn't lose. Clarko leaves Hawthorne. He doesn't lose. And Basher Hulley's there, and he his team didn't lose either. So it's a despite it being a draw, it's a win for everyone.
2: And I did see one uh-huh. thing. Um, was it Bashah picked uh, someone's nose for them? That, so that was who someone was retiring. What? I didn't see that. Who was retiring from I Richmond? David
1: Asprey.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Basher was um, yeah, just came up to him and just picked his nose um, for him.
1: Oh, Did he needed nice. an aspirator.
2: Yeah. <coughs> so he gave a bit of a pick there, unless I've remembered that incorrectly, which could be true. I love um, that you
1: of all the footy stuff you haven't watched recently. That's the first thing you've contributed.
2: Yeah. Well, there what you go. An, little... What is an
0: aspirator?
1: Um, it sucks the boogers out of your nose I'm pretty
0: sure oh yeah for a baby fair enough yeah I just googled aspirator and it's actually Romanian for vacuum cleaner oh there you
2: go <laughs> yeah. oh well, yeah it is it's a, va- it's a vacuum cleaner for your snots. that's yeah. even better but imagine uh, imagine you go over to Romania all the carpets are filthy Then it's just walking around those little sucker things they're like mate, <laughs> yeah. you, you, you should see just, just type in Dyson do yourself a favour type in Dyson <laughs> to YouTube Dyson. Anyway, uh, cool. All right. Well, anything more on that? Grats.
1: Oh, just um, of course in oh, in a real positive. Of course, Clarko, four premierships. The master coach. He leaves the club. I think in a decent position with Sam Mitchell and some of the kids coming through. I think it was time. But what an incredible career and Burgoyne, over four hundred games, twenty one years. I think it was for his career. Like he's just been. He's just been an incredibly dynamic. Endurable footballer, and uh, well, we will miss him, but I think he's staying on as like an indigenous uh development coach for the Hawks. I yeah, think. that's cool, we go, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, um, congratulations to both of those guys and also to Hooley who can now go fishing. Which I think actually Hutto confirms that you did see him that time in his hunting gear.
0: Yeah, I did. Yeah,
1: yeah, so that probably was if he likes fishing, he probably likes his hunting. That probably, I reckon, that's confirmed it. Yeah, he was um, going on a all, of
0: Boys weekend, I reckon. Yeah,
1: and also David Asperatum, um, who's three time Premiership defender, and he's pretty underrated football. I saw some people saying they wouldn't pick him out of a police lineup, but underrated <laughs> Well, it was his best game of his career almost. Yeah. He was pretty. week. Like, pretty crazy, but
2: yeah. Yeah, cool. All right, how do um, you anyway, anything, Dad?
0: No, just a um, couple of quick stats. That um, what was it? The first time Richmond and Hawthorne have ever drawn a game. They've been playing each other since nineteen twenty-five or something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and it's what is the fifth time that uh, a team has won the last the previous two premierships and then mid-finals.
1: There you go. Yeah. So you know? Can you name the
0: last two teams to do that? Adelaide and Melbourne.
1: Oh, do you say they the last two premierships?
0: Yeah, they've won the previous two premierships and then missed finals.
1: Right, sorry. But do you remember the last two teams to miss finals after winning the flag the year before? Oh, no. No, so it was the Bulldogs 2016 into 2017 and Hawthorne 08 into
0: 09. So you've just hijacked my stat with another stat that isn't related to the first stat.
2: Oh, sorry. It's it's nearly the same thing, just not the back-to-back. All right. right, We'll keep moving on. So next game, Sydney Swans, 136. The goal comes... 49. Yes. Now, the thing about this game, once again, once again, old mate, what's his name? Buddy Franklin kicks 100 goals, and it's in a non-event that no one gave a shit about. It was very one-sided, so he decided to turn up. That's all I can say. Oh... Okay. Yeah, hate him? I think yeah. I do. Wow. Mm. Why? Because, buddy, have a go when the team's down, not when they're up.
1: <laughs> You're saying he's a really front runner. Like
2: mm. Sorry, I'm, I'm eating a snake now, so I take over. Oh, <laughs>
1: okay, no I'm having a sip of big tea.
2: <laughs> at, least, at least the snakes aren't crunchy
0: this time. There's no... <laughs> <that laughs> In the background
1: That's true sorry. It sounds worse I reckon too The way we're doing this time. <laughs> Yeah
0: um, I, I, I didn't see... watch any of this game So I don't
1: know No Your mate Jordan Dawson Yeah Gee Do whiz I... Check his stats Oh Yeah 158 super coach points Another casual 30 And a goal
0: Just Yeah he's, he's I reckon... He's a gun Now Yeah I think Apparently we can still a, him the gun. He's still out of contract, I think. Is he? That's well, if he is, I think a few clubs would be wanting to put some money in towards him.
1: Well, you've got to think Sydney always have salary cap issues because of Franklin. Um, and there's got to be some guys. I was reading some things about some guys that may be squeezed out. So George Hewitt's name popped up. Um, also Dylan mm-hmm. Stevens. Yep. as well. He can't really break into that side. And he was a high draft pick a couple of years ago. Um, so, yeah, just a few guys that might be squeezed out, but you think that surely someone might be looking at a Dawson saying, hey, we can offer him a
0: lot more money than Sydney can. Yeah, but, I mean, how many teams that can have the outlook that Sydney do? Like, the the thing is, he's, he's going to be lured away from a top six team and uh, any of the five teams above him have the space for him. Or oh. the position availability, I guess. But at the same time,
1: right now it might be the best time because if there's anywhere in Australia you don't want to live, it's Sydney.
0: Yeah, could but that, by that the huge? time by the time he has to play again, I mean, we might be out of the current situation. So it's it's yeah, only hope. Um, yeah. But I did see something online that says he'll be starting next year at about 540K uh, in Supercoach. So yeah. he, he, he might be a nice little buy. Um, yep. uh, other people from his team are all overpriced. Jake Lloyd starting at 580, which is a lot lower than this year, but still he's going to be Mills. More, more expensive. Defenders. Callum Mills is going to be over 600K. I know it's unfortunate. He probably won't have the defence status either. Yeah. Was, yeah. No, Now the the interesting Toot Mill is going to start at six hundred and sixty nine k, averaging hundred
1: and twenty five. I, I, mean, I might talk about talk about this in another pod, but um, I was actually looking at a couple of guys last night, thinking who I'd start with next year, and I've, I've narrowed it down. I think to um, Bont. Steel and Walsh. I want as my three premium mids, but they may all cost too much.
0: Yeah. Well, you're gonna have your bonds going to be 643k. Um. Who was your other one? Steel and who? Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. Walsh. I don't. uh, Where is? I've got the numbers for him. I reckon somewhere here. When did they play last night? Yeah. I don't have the numbers for Walsh um, at the moment, so I can't give you that one. Um. Steel will
1: be big, and he's. on sixty eight at half time, as we speak he, By the way, today, so he's going
0: up. You know? The interesting one, Dunkley, five fifty. He'll be nice little pick at, from Essendon when he comes in and kills it. Now he's <laughs> From <laughs> it. Um, If you get rid of Dylan Sheel, maybe. Yeah, well, the was it Cane Corns or something it was like um, Port Adelaide should be going after Dylan Sheel.
1: It would be a good fit. are always just one midfielder away, but it'd be interesting if they do manage to pull off a flag this year with that yeah. one midfield spot, you think. I mean, at the Mar- then again, who would they force yeah, out? Because like, arguably the most underrated player at Port Adelaide Willem Drew right now.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, he, he's had a good end to the season. He's tackling everyone.
1: Yeah, so um, I don't know. You're not forcing him out. He's basically taken Rockcliffe's spot. He just doesn't have all the fan fans. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, anyway. So you no, I, uh, uh, sorry.
1: Sorry, no, I don't know.
0: I was going to say you've also got Dersma that's coming to the end of the season, at the end of the season as well.
1: Yeah, and Butters was horrible the other night, but he'll obviously be better for the run.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. So cool, right? Um, yeah, but nothing else in this game. I enjoy watching Turk Miller this year. That's all. That's all. Sorry.
2: Yeah, no, yeah. He's, been, he's been bloody good. And I might look at him for my super coach team as well, but as you said, probably won't be able to afford him. Um, next game. Well, you can
0: afford him You might just not be able to
2: afford anyone else Well, that's right <laughs> Next game So we've got Brisbane Lions 125 West Coast Eagles 87 This was interesting oh, The most wracking This was yeah. interesting the because most ten thirty eight 38-point win Yeah, because I didn't even realise what was going on I'm like, what is happening? So I've since realised <laughs> Please confirm it was um to get into For a home final uh, on points differential Is that is that what happened?
0: Uh, it's a it's a double chance. I think they they'll play away in the first final, but if they lose, they get to play again.
2: Okay, right. So, but yeah. that was but it was a points thing, wasn't it? It wasn't about the win because obviously yeah. they, they pumped them. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So they at the, they won by thirty eight, but Charlie Cameron kicked a goal after the siren. They had to win. It was based on what West Coast kicked, but when West Coast got to eighty seven. Brisbane needed to win By 32 points To come fourth And they were on 32 points When the siren went <laughs> Yeah right There it you was go so crazy. That's insane It was the most Intense last minute Like yeah. I was screaming At the TV Because Daniel Rich Took two marks From 60 out And I'm screaming At the TV Like idiot Just the ball At the goal You need a point I've seen you kick 80 metres before Like yeah. And he kept Chipping it short it's like You fuck
2: Didn't want the pressure like, or something. <laughs>
0: It was obvious like the runners not being able to go out there is just impacts the game so much. Like these guys are just like, Oh, because apparently the commentators were saying Brisbane were working off the fact that they needed to win by five goals. So they were up by thirty one points at this stage at or thirty points or whatever it was, and Daniel Richards taking his time. It's like, no idiot, you need two more points. Oh, but he I mean, got to know that. The whole yeah, week they've been working on, oh, we need to win by five goals. So he's like, sweet, we've got it in the back. You know the other
1: thing, Hudson, as well? You can't send a runner out like you used to. You have to wait. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. a goal
0: for scored. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, all like, I, I would have thought, oh, no runners. It's all right. Bloody You Still play the game. But it's like as soon as the runners are gone, they're all just freewheeling it out there. They're like, what's
2: going on out here? Yeah, and bloody McStay mix, yeah. kicked a McClanger. That was pretty shocking. Yeah. Um, and, and They did their best to ruin it Yeah they did And But just on yeah. Daniel Rich I feel he's been nowhere for a long time And all of a sudden he's he's back
0: Yeah
1: His last couple of years have been pretty pretty good I think He won the Rising Star I think in his first year And everyone sort of thought this guy could be anything He's always just been an okay back flanker But as he's gotten a bit older He's just becoming a little bit more reliable And he's, he's got the best team well, in the AML. Well. Yeah. I, I
0: think the problem for Daniel Rich is He almost he got drafted in um, well, he, I don't think he, he won the rising. Oh no, he did win the rising star in 2009, but like, were they pretty dog shit by then? Like, was 2009 the start of the call <laughs> for a while? Yeah. This
1: is the funny thing about, uh, Brisbane in oh nine. I
0: think 09, think they made
1: finals in oh eight and 09. Yeah. And that was when they decided to get Bev and Eamon Buchanan, I think, and a bunch of these old boys thinking, hey, here we go, we're right in with chance. And then it didn't work and they bottomed out completely for like nearly 10 yeah.
0: years. So like he had, he was, he came into the club as soon as they started to be poo. He was, they were poo. Then he tore his ACL in 2014. So that's a year out. And so he kind of came back, I guess, 2015, 2016 kind of time. Um, and now they're starting to look good again. But this, the rules they brought in this year, like the play on from the square without having to, kick it to yourself, and also the the stand-on-the-mark rule is basically if you had to – if they said, right, who do these rules benefit the most, he's he's the person that it does.
1: Yeah. Um, Sim, I've got a question for you. Yeah. Can you please go back a few minutes and uh, take back what you said about Dan McStay?
2: What do you mean? He kicked a McClanger.
1: He may have, but he he was my other option for underrated MVP, and I'll tell you why.
2: Yeah, because he, he kicked one of the best clangs that anyone's ever seen. Yeah, he almost lost them the game. So um, no, not
0: 15, the game touches,
1: 15 touches at about 80%. A couple of goals, right? He was 90-something Super Coach points, but he bobbed up with an important one when it mattered. But he's the underrated MVP. He was my nomination for underrated MVP based on what he's been doing since Hipwood went down. So I'm going to make the call now that the most important player to any team going into this final series, maybe aside from Steph Martin for the Bulldogs, is Dan McStay. Because since Hipwood got injured in that game against Richmond, McStay has kicked, there was only five games ago, McStay has kicked 12 goals. He's kicked 28 for the year. So he's kicked nearly half of them in 12 games since Hipwood went down. And Brisbane have managed to sneak into fourth position during that period of time. So I would say that if he can continue his form and... Uh, Joe Danaher, the only player to kick a goal in every game this year. The first person since Joe Danaher in, I think, was 2017. Yeah. If McVay's playing well, Brisbane are every chance of winning the flag. If he's not playing well, they've got no hope.
2: Big call.
0: Big call. There you go. No, I I would say that Joe Danaher is the most important. Like, and he stepped up as well. Like, yesterday without his four goals. And they were important goals as well. Without, like... I think he was more important to the Lions yesterday than what Dan McStay was. Um, yeah, even, like, I mean, Jared Berry tipped in with three goals, and the best player for Brisbane was Tom Cole.
1: Oh, that's... Yeah, I actually write that down, too. About... Imagine being Berry. He, he needs to buy a lottery ticket this week. Yeah. Because the luck, yeah. to miss a goal from 20 out directly in front and then have a bloke just come over... Yeah, and you go... Hey, would you like that kicker game from even closer this time?
0: Yeah, and your points still count.
2: <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I, I yeah. don't
0: know what Tom Cole's thinking. And then he was outdone for nothing moment of the year by bloody the mortuary manager himself, Brad Close.
1: <laughs> oh, that's the best nickname of all time.
0: Mortuary manager.
1: Oh, God, that's Eminem. good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But he, he locked Neil back to good form, wasn't he? Like Nick Natanui proves himself, oh, I reckon, to be probably the best ruck, tap ruckman in the comp. Best ruckman once the ball hits the ground. I' going to be all Australian?
1: In, yeah. Yeah.
0: People
1: well, he won't gonna like
0: the, it. But... He's going to be in the squad. I mean, he has, yesterday he had 53 hit outs, 24 disposals, of which 22 were contested. He had 11 yeah. clearances. And this is all with only 73% game time. If he could get up to like 85%, 90% game time, he'd be the best Ruckman in the
2: comp by a mile. I can tell he needs you. New
1: AC, well, sorry, he needs to go back and have his real ACLs for that to happen, I think. But, yeah.
2: yeah, and having a look at him, bloody hell, he's a big, he's a big boy. He's got some bloody jetty piers his legs, trying to drag those around. He's thick-ass. Yeah. So no wonder
1: he's
0: that. He's filled no like out star. so much. Yeah, he's like a better, more athletic Mumford. It's like, I don't want to play against him.
2: He's so strong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very good. Any, um, anything more on that?
1: No. Oh, I, want to, I want to say thank you to um, Zach Bailey for his 35-point last quarter uh, as my pod in Coach. but it's going to be all too little too late. But, um, yeah, he, uh, he had a pretty decent year and stood up a lot in the last quarter and was everywhere when it mattered. But, um, yeah, yeah. From that, yeah, I think the Lions damage
0: in the final. Yeah, no, yeah I was um as an Essendon fan who's gonna sneak in eight, I um was a lot I was happier when Brisbane ended up making fourth than I was when they were sitting fifth. Um I yep. think we're gonna lose the dogs as well, but um I like our chances more against the dogs than I do against Brisbane.
1: Tell you what, I will just say if you guys, you know, if everything goes according to plan this afternoon and you make it I reckon even if Steph Martin comes back, I get the feeling they're going to say to Sam Draper, to that old bloke that keeps getting injured that you're going to be playing on. Yeah, Your injury. Your athletic. run him the fuck around. Yeah. I want, like, yeah. just He won't keep up with you, and that will be where you win the game.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, All good right. Good stuff. All right, well, we're moving on to game probably of the, the round game of time. the round. Has to be. Absolutely has to be. We're thinking the same yeah. thing there. So uh, we have Melbourne Demons 81 Geelong catch 77. So Minor Premiers good.
0: Melbourne Demons 81.
2: And that's the first time they've been Minor Premiers since 1964.
0: Yeah. That was during
1: the four era, I'm pretty sure. How good. And what like what the Who hell was happened? back
2: then? <laughs> sorry, I
1: sorry. I wrote in my notes and I kept it here. I wrote it half time. Melbourne of Fox because I thought, they're not going to be able to play their finals in Melbourne anyway. They don't want to finish on top of the ladder because generally recently, uh, in our recent history, the team that finishes first doesn't always win the flag. And I was like, they're just saying to Geelong, hey, you're going to think you're better than us till you meet us again. And then um, I watched the other game for a while and hadn't looked at the score until all of a sudden Melbourne had kicked the first four of the last quarter. Uh, very sad for me.
2: Yeah, it was, it was pretty nuts, wasn't it? Like, what what even happened? That was the most... Well... How? So Geelong were 44 up or something, or 50 up, something insane yep. in the third quarter. And then they just clawed their way back. And then the last five minutes was just ridiculous. You got the bloody, that deliberate out of bounds by the helmet guy. Who, who's that?
1: <laughs> the mortuary manager. Oh, is that him?
2: Did you oh, say oh. the helmet guy because his hair so
1: black it looks like he's wearing a helmet? Oh, no. No, the
2: guys, some guys got headgear. No. It was oh, Bulldogs. Brayshaw. Oh, Brayshaw. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, there's a deliberate, but that was a bit harsh. And then one of the what best it, Clayton, players... No, what was I about? And then the, one of the best plays in the competition, Guthrie kicks it out on the fall, and they get a fifty. I wasn't sure about that. It's close. You well, know it's
0: that rule it's the, the
2: line. No, I do, I don't know the rule. Let me yeah. know. So basically, if the ball
1: goes out of bounds. Oh, I tell you what, I can't remember if it's even if it's like not a free kick or a kick to the opposition. So, was but it if you just... kick the ball away or punch it away, yeah,
2: so it's a free, yeah, it's
1: a fifty or a free. It's a fifty for time wasting.
2: Right. So it's clearly out of bounds. Everyone knew it was going to be out of bounds as soon as it left his foot, and then you've just hit it into the crowd, and causing time wasting. Okay, I okay, I get that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. it's all right if the ball's like obviously still in bounds or whatever. It's like knocking the ball out of someone's hands after that master kind of thing. Yeah, time. It's late. the same yeah. as that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but who and who um, took that who took that free kick? Because that was that was an absolute ripper, because I think everyone in Australia thought he was going long and was just going for goal. And he just kicked, kicked it, Lever. Go, He just kicked it to Gorn, yeah. who was seemingly on his own. Yeah. Um,
1: what about the redemption for Max Gorn? Round one, two thousand and eighteen. Melbourne versus Geelong. Seventeen seconds left. Max scores thirty eight directly in front. Shanks it, Melbourne lose.
2: The, oh, there you go. And last
0: it's,
1: night. Yeah. The pressure's on. on. Yeah. Now Hudson, Patrick yeah. Dangerfield.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, every week you say I'm always on danger, but you, I know one thing that you really like is when I come to you with an argument, I've actually got something to back it up at least. so It looks like I know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah.
1: I've watched the last two minutes of this game a few times today. It the, the play that I thought, thought I remembered being and I managed to confirm that it did indeed happen. See, I was saying to you that since going to Geelong, Danger uh, is more likely to flop for free kicks because it's something that Geelong seems to do a lot. There was 54 that's,
0: seconds that's unfounded. You've made
1: that there up. There was 54 no, no seconds. statistical Hang on. 54 seconds left in the game. Danger is gathering a ball fumbled by Sam Simpson, rather than take the footy with two strong hands and explode through the congestion like we know he's capable of. He felt pressure from a one-arm tackle by Christian Petrarca and immediately let go of the ball, flopped backwards trying to win a free kick, and the ball spilt wide. And he's better than that. He doesn't need to do that. He could have burst straight through the pack, kicked it down the line, handballed back to a teammate, and instead he just flopped backwards and tried to get a free kick, and the umpire was having none of it.
2: And that was his only touch. That was his only... Did he even get it... A touch on that? Like I think that was his. had to be his only no, touch in the fourth. No, he
0: didn't have a touch in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, it's him and Bond this weekend. I, I, I expected more from both of them, to be honest.
2: But yeah, yeah, there you go. But oh, what, oh, well, what a finish! They're both, they're both
0: bloody. They're both bloody playing finals. Unlike your team, Jack.
2: No, I okay. Oh no,
1: I wasn't saying anything about that.
0: But. No, that's good. But I, I they, I got, really, well, weeks. I they really...
2: got more weeks to prove themselves. I really hope the demons buddy win it all to be honest, but what's the stats on minor premier winning winning the premiership
1: low is it it's strange but yeah it's that um a low odds uh, the last time I think it happened may have been hawthorne 2013
2: oh God that's not very good news that's yeah want hear it's, it's strange it keeps happening that way but yeah right there you go all right yeah. shall we move on yeah if you'd like Cool, GWS Giants eighty nine, Carlton seventy five. I didn't watch any of this.
1: No, <laughs> no. Nah, um, I watched this on my iPad, and I actually watched it as uh, a primary game for a little bit when Geelong were forty four points up. Um, it was, uh, it was pretty like you know Eddie Betts' last game. I think we're all going for Eddie Betts just to you know do something Eddie like in his last game, and he did. Did you see the last goal? Sorry.
0: And Casbolt. the oh, Ka- Mighty Look, Levi.
1: Yeah, he's a big, handsome, rugged fella, isn't he? He could be a lumberjack. But, uh. I
0: don't know if it, you're into that.
1: Yeah. Um, Eddie Betts, final goal of his career. Did you see that? No. Yeah, so we, um, there's about 30 out of hit the deck, and he socketed it off the ground, had to run and pick it up, and then sold some candy, dodged inside, and did a little, uh, check side with about two minutes left. And I, I'm just glad that that's what it was. And it's fitting. Like, it, it wasn't just a set shot from 30 out. Like, it was a typical Eddie Best goal to finish his career. So, um, that was great from Eddie. And the bloody big one in the last minute of the game that made the quarter go for nearly 40 minutes. Uh to see Sam DeConing get knocked out? Tom DeConing. Yeah.
0: Tom DeConing. Um,
1: yeah. He, that was a massive screamer. He knocked himself out. And he kneed himself in the face so hard when he hit the ground. His headband came off.
2: <laughs> yeah, I did, disgusting I did see that And then I also saw that like the medical staff came on And then like, let him try and get up And then he just fell straight over
0: oh, Yeah I hate When they do that, it's like he's quite clearly out Like, stop. Don't let him get up himself well, It's just like I love that about Aussie rules
1: as a sport But I also hate it knowing what happens to guys' brains Like, you have that pride going No, no, I can do this I can walk off myself and rather than walk off, he tried to jog, and then his brain went, no, nah, I'm not having
2: any of this. Yeah, well, yeah. I think back in the day it was courage and it was awesome. Like, oh, geez, how tough is he? He's fine. When actually his bloody half of his brain had turned to soup by that stage, or at least, at least the, the fluid was leaking into his uh, cranium. But, yeah, you know, now we know. It's just like, oh, no, this is just stupid. Like, at that moment of courage could mean, buddy, you're uh, in a four-wheeler for the rest of your life.
1: Well, I've actually got a little follow-up from that. Um, I believe this is courtesy of the front bar um, from last week. So, um, Jack Dyer, so this is back in the day, Jack Dyer, Richmond great as a coach, um, when told by the medical staff that a concussed player did not know who he is, Jack Dyer said, tell him he's John Coleman and send him back out there.
2: <laughs> you know That's how far we've
0: come with
2: Coleman? concussion protocol. No, I don't, I don't know not I'm sorry But I reckon Neither do I I feel like it would be fine
0: <laughs> No wait You know who John Coleman is No, nah. Well I assume it's the bloke They named the Coleman medal after
1: Yeah
0: Yeah I all don't the know who Bloody Crichton medal first And I don't know who some Old mate Crichton is
1: Yeah Oh well um, Yeah I'm sorry, he's good
0: Yeah I assume so He's got <laughs> a medal named after him do um,
1: you guys think think about the push to name the Goal of the Year Award after Eddie Bet?
0: Well, he won it four times. Is that the most ever?
1: Oh, uh, i have to think so.
0: Yeah, then go for it. What, what is it uh, now? Bloody Toyota Goal of the Year or something?
1: Well, whoever's sponsoring it, yeah. It's, who knows what it is this year? It's probably Pfizer bloody, uh, bloody Goal of the Year.
0: Oh, it's called... Here you go. Hold on. The Goal of the Year competition... Uh, it is run in conjunction with Mark of the Year, currently sponsored by Co Tire. The winner is awarded the Phil Manassa Medal.
1: Ah, oh. oh, Phil Manassa, fuck that guy!
0: Oh, that's a gross mustache.
1: <laughs> Phil Manassa owns a hotel, at the Gold Coast, that we stayed at once, hmm. and he's a fucking idiot. He should not be in anything to do with customer service.
2: The controversy.
1: Oh, do
0: you speak to him? In did you speak to him?
1: Yeah, he owns a hotel. He's the guy you see when you check in.
0: Oh, yeah, but bloody, I've, I've stayed at Ridges a few times and I don't think I've spoken to Mr. Ridges.
1: Yeah, no, it's his hotel. I don't remember what it was called, but he was just like, I wish he'd more, look more happy that you stayed at his hotel. His son was a good bloke, though. Every time something went wrong in the room and there was always something going on, it's like, oh, the remote's not working or oh, but the air conditioning vent's not working. We'd call up and he'd be, he'd be like, well, have you done this? And he's like, I'll send my son up. And his son would come up and he's the nicest bloke ever.
0: Are you sure he owns a hotel? Yeah, there I think it's the There right is no one. information of this on the internet anyway.
1: Yeah, no, I'll, um, I'll, I'll look that up and I'll, I'll try and get back to you at a <laughs> later date. Oh, it was a while ago. <laughs> like, know,
2: I would love yeah. if we found out that it wasn't him at all. <laughs> yeah. I would love nothing more.
1: I'll, I'll apologise to fill out the
2: podcast next week if it indeed was not him. Oh, God, I can't <laughs> wait. That's awesome. Oh goodness! What yeah. about Walshy? How'd Walshy go? Uh,
1: no, not not as good last night.
2: Yeah, okay. See, he was tagged by DeBoer. He didn't like that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, He's but look, still he had twenty nine
0: touches.
1: I think he'll. Um, I think he'll be an all Australian, which I believe the squad is announced tomorrow. Is
0: it?
1: Yeah, very very oh, I better, soon. I
0: better do my um my team and see who I pick.
1: Well, they will They will release the squad, I think, and then you can pick your own team from the squad on the website. But it is oh, a bit no. of a <laughs> – it's a fun exercise to do without actually having the squad in mind. Yeah. As, yeah. So I look, a little bit of a go the other day. And, um, forward line's tough this year. I think there's yeah, a fair few talls that could take the spot. But the talls are – you think Mackay, obviously, on the call when he's in. But then who's next? Or maybe Hawkins. Hawkins. He's yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think
0: never, he, last, or... night, last night he locked that in, Hawkins. Um, yeah. Small side, uh, like Stringer, um, Fritsch. And Fritsch is going to need another spot for his hair that never moves. Just rather. Yeah. yeah. Um, interesting one from the Carlton GWS game. Are we still talking about that game, by the way?
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, Patrick Ripps equaled the most amount of disposals without a kick last night.
1: Oh, I didn't yeah. actually see that breakdown.
0: He had 17 touches, and all of them were handballs. That's incredible. Yeah, he yeah, also what went was off injured. Before? It was still 17. He equaled it. That's oh, sorry. He equaled it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He also, of his 17 disposals, he had minus three metres gain. So he... um. He got more meterage for DWS than he did for Carlton, which is good. Good from him.
1: That sums up his whole year. That, that line and getting injured.
0: But like 76% efficiency is one of his um, best efficiencies for the year. So maybe he just needs to stop kicking.
1: Well, if you're going by hand, you'd probably hope so.
0: Yeah, you'd want that 76 to be a lot higher.
1: Yeah, yeah that's crazy. And only one tackle. I'm still trying to figure out how he got um, 57 supercoach points.
0: Yeah, because you get 57 with 17 handballs, only one tackle. And then he'll, like, I, I feel like a month ago, didn't he have, like, 21 touches and three goals and got, like, 70. And it's like, what?
1: Yeah, something. I not know.
0: Champion data. Speaking, speaking of Coach story, Max Gorn got, like, 40 points for his goal last night.
1: Yeah, well, so he should
2: have. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How do you, so time, how, like, how does
2: that happen? Oh.
0: Uh, it's all weighted because, obviously, it won him the game. Um, time in the game, impact on the game, it's all a bit crazy. Like normally it would just be mark, three points, kick, three points, six points for the goal, so 12 points. But it's all weighted because it's like
2: contested mark, match-winning goal. Is that that how the scaling works generally? So you might get 85, but then they look back at how pivotal that play was and then they scale it up or down.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
2: Right. That's interesting. I just learned something. Very good. Um, uh, you know, a, just, in, just in time for the end of the year. Yeah, no, that's good. Cool My though.
1: best example for you, Timo, you know, is um, a years ago. I saw a, a, they're live for a Bulldogs Richmond game, um, and Daniel G on oh, came yes. on as the sub. Yeah, in the last quarter, and he had um, two two marks, two kicks, one tackle, and the two kicks were two goals that put them in front and won them the game. And he got seventy Super Ghost points.
2: How good's that? I don't reckon anyone had him though that yeah.
1: day. Yeah, no, no, but imagine that. Oh, yeah, your you player, you've got him, he's going to get have two kicks. It's like, oh, but he'll get 70. It's
0: like, All right, okay, I'll take
1: it.
2: That's efficient, that's efficient. Now, I've just got a question. So, what's this? What's happening with the grand final? Is it going to be in Melbourne? Is it, where is it going to be? What's happening?
0: I think they're going to announce that this week. Uh, by all accounts, it's going to be over in Perth.
2: Perth, yeah, nice. And that'll be their first so, uh, grand final, will it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, so well, I'll tell you what say. I hope happens. I hope that it is
1: Perth, um, and because of the time, for it, was, it two hour,
0: was it two hours or three hours? Uh, well, daylight savings starts pretty soon.
1: Is that the end of the? I don't think daylight savings will exist at that point. I think it's a bit early, maybe a week early. Yeah, I think October, oh, yeah daylight, yeah, daylight
0: savings, 3rd of October. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what time of the day in Perth, is it? if it's two hours... That'll mean 2.30 Perth time, will be 4.30 here. You know how the AFL really wants... They keep saying night grand final. We did it last year, uh, it sucked. But Hutto slept through it. If we want to have a twilight grand oh, final... Oh, no, I
0: didn't. I fucking tried to and you kept yelling.
1: Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Revision, revisionist history. Um, but if we do a twilight grand final for the Eastern States, I'd be okay with that. So a 2.30 Perth start for a 4.30 start here. Yeah. I'd be okay. The game will be in daylight at least. It'll look like a grand final,
2: yeah. like
1: on TV. But then the AFL will be like, okay, we're doing our twilight thing. So, like, you know, they might be able to maximize some ratings, like sort of leading into the, into the nighttime.
0: If it's in Perth, I think they'd have to do that anyway. Because imagine if they were like, righto, we're going to do it at Melbourne 230. Imagine being the two teams in the grand final trying to kick off at half past 12. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sorry. yeah that's, that's, that's bloody ultimate Reddy lunchtime, league. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's horrible. That's, like, yeah. Everyone, gets a, everyone gets a sausage roll at half time.
2: That's an interesting yeah. concept because I, I don't mind it. Cause the th- problem I have with Twilight Grand Finals is that they are on later. That's a thing. But also it gets dewy and, you know, things are a bit slippery. And I don't know. I don't think the skill level is able to be as high as a really dry, sunny afternoon. So that's where the skill yep. level is is yeah. the best. It's the, it's the red ball as well rather than the yellow. Um, I don't know why that irks me a bit, but yeah, that'd actually be cool. And I think <laughs> Perth have probably set themselves up for this moment because that that stadium they've got over there is bloody beautiful. So I think I think yeah, it's it a, deserves yeah. one. Yeah, and I I hope that if it is in Perth and all goes well, that they stop just having it at the G. There are other stadiums, and I think that perhaps it should go out for to tender or or give some of these other clubs like if it's a Melbourne club and uh Perth club. Rather than like too bad it's at the G, it's like well the Perth club finished higher in the seedings. It's it's going to Perth. Well, yeah, I'll tell you I why
0: can't it can't happen. I reckon they need to do it like the NFL, where before the season even starts, they pick a pick a place and it just keeps rotating. Oh so yeah, it's like, yep. Righto, twenty twenty two, we're having it at giant stadium, no matter who's in it. Yeah, why? Can't you know why that can't happen though? Why?
1: Uh. They just recently signed a contract for the grand final to be at the MCG until 2047.
2: See, that's dumb. That is dumb. Like, I don't know. That is dumb because imagine, so you're trying to grow the game. Imagine, you know, everyone in Melbourne knows what AFL is. There'd be about three people that don't know what it is. You've got Brisbane also, doing well. Twenty
0: fifty-seven. Holy
2: fuck! Oh yeah. shit! I was off by ten years. Oh, well, there you go. But you've sorry, got Simon. You, no, sorry, No, it's all right. You've got Brisbane playing well. You've got the Perth teams well. Unfortunately, um, which goes Eagles, shut the bed a little bit at the end. But like, what? What a better way to grow the game than by having the grand final in a different state. And also, those those yeah. guys that from Melbourne that want to go would go anyway. I think that's stupid. Yeah. It must have been a r- ridiculous amount of money, I'm sure. Give it to me. What's the figure? 500 million. Ow. Oh, that's pretty cheap for that amount of time. Gosh. Yeah. yeah Mookie,
0: Best getting, like, Mookie Best is getting paid more than that to play baseball, and it's one dude. Yeah. That's crazy.
2: <laughs> so, um, so that's between the AFL and the MCG as a separate entity? The, the,
1: the think Melbourne. Think yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's with, it's with the MCC, who own the ground. Oh, the,
2: like the, yeah, me- the members. Yeah. Okay. The Melbourne Cricket
0: um, Club, yeah. yeah. Also, I was just quickly looking because I was talking about the old um, the Daylight Savings. The Grand Final is scheduled for the 25th of September, but we do have that week um, to play with. It might end up being on the same weekend, but I think Daylight Savings starts on a Sunday night, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it is
1: a Saturday night, so it's still in the of the Grand Final on the Sunday. I think yeah, each okay. year, when it ends up in like that first weekend of October... The AFL grand final is the Saturday, and it gets dark early. And then the NRL grand final the next day starts yeah. in daylight.
0: Yeah, which is awesome.
1: Yeah, um, but we did the night grand final last year. As soon as the game finished, we went to bed. It just didn't feel like a grand final. Like I'm, I'm off that. I know the TV ratings and all that, but I don't want to see that again. I don't want to see Gabba too.
0: They need to have it in Perth because they need to. It's been a while since the um, AFL grand finals outshone the NRL grand final so they need to get that back.
1: Oh, what, for just the, the quality of the game?
0: No, just the overall feeling of it. I've much preferred watching an NRL grand final in recent years than the AFL. Really?
2: Huge call. Yeah,
0: better, better, better music, bloody games. Same as the well, two best teams.
1: The, the AFL tries too hard with the music, because in 2017 they nailed it when they got the Killers. Yeah. Like, And they were so good. And the year after, it was like, right righto, the AFL are doing this right now, and they fucking went and got the Black Eyed Peas, and no yeah. one knew that Ferg. No one knew Ferg.
0: left.
1: Yeah. It was just like, oh, good. Here's the Black Eyed Peas with the one person that you knew that is no longer in the group.
2: Yeah, I, I think. Uh, and then the Yeah. I think the key to a good, a good, um, good act is like they have to be good live. And Black Eyed Peas, like, I'm sure they are with all their <laughs> production value and that sort of thing, but like. They have to sound good. They have, yeah, they have to sound good at like in a pub and also an arena. So if you sound yep. good in a small room, chances are you're going to be amazing in a big room as well. But if it doesn't make sense in a small room, it doesn't really translate. So that's why the killers were a very good, um, a very good choice. But uh, yeah, it's always a tough one because sort of people care, but they sort of don't really care. And you know, I don't know, I don't know about the entertainment. Nrl,
0: the I, NRL had Macklemore and then a gang of us Bloody, they're killing it. I'll tell you the, um,
2: the little
1: rumour at Brandon Flowers that I heard, that's the singer from The Killers, isn't it? Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, the little rumour I heard about him from the grand final. Um, so I know a bloke whose uh, partner actually works the NPG, just, like, doing event stuff. Um, and she had a hand in, like, the group that booked him and all that sort of stuff, like, sort of sorted them out when they got there. And apparently she was just in the area just before they went out onto the ground to play. And the last thing that Brandon Flowers does before he goes out is to do a big line of coke. And right in front of the security, right in front of the security guys just went for it. And then they all looked at one another and tell exactly what their brains were thinking, which was, what the fuck are we going to do? Kick him out.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) right. That's right. Yeah, then it'd be black eyed peas.
1: Yeah, so we uh we don't know the conf- like I thought that they were a super religious band. Are they all Mormons? And I didn't know if cocaine was part of the Mormon religion. But, yeah, um,
2: but you know, I think anyway. it's I think it is. I think it's somewhere near the back. It's got it written in. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe. So yeah, that, that's that's one of those one of those rumors or old oh, wives' tales. that uh, it's always funny to think about anyway.
2: Well, lucky he doesn't play drums because. Um, you know, I've got if if, Ronnie, that if a bit fast. Yeah, big Ronnie Venucci. If, if Ronnie, Ronnie did a big line, he'd start off perfectly, but then by the end, like as each song goes on, it just gets quicker and quicker and quicker. Ah, yeah. oh, very good. All right, All right. Cool. Now is <laughs> so anyone I drinking. It's got is anyone drinking any beers? Yeah, yeah, i just finished mine. What what did you have? Oh, I'm you? What do you got? Um
0: I, oh hold on, I gotta go get me can. Oh, uh, yeah. It was a, um, uh, where is it? Where have I fucking put it? Here we go. Um, Garage Project, it is. Uh, I think I got this one from Beer Deluxe, I reckon. The bloody, the snug nitro Irish Stout.
2: Oh, yeah. How was it? Tastes like, tastes like a big dinner, but better. Oh, nice. Nitro sour. Yeah, I and can't I love- do it.
0: Yeah, because you don't
2: know how to pour it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I can't drink any of my nitros <laughs> until you're until lockdown is over, until you're here to do it for me. Yeah, because you need me to do it. Yeah, that's right. Tell us about it. Yeah, no,
0: it, it was bloody good. It's very much a Guinness. Remind me of a, a really nice Guinness. Um, had all the same properties. Like, you know, you pour it in, it's that nice caramelly brown color, and then it all rises to the top and it leaves – that um, really dark brown, it's almost like a black. Um, yeah, just same flavours, coffee, chocolate. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It's a, big, it's a big New
2: Zealand brewed Guinness. That's a go, good stuff. Gratz, what do you got?
1: Um, so last week we talked about Lane Cellars opening, um, opening in Albury. They're, uh, they've got two locations in Australia, the other being in Orange, which is the, the hometown there. And one of the um hometown heroes for Orange is Badlands Brewing. Yeah. Um and the other day I just went into Lane Sellers and got a little Jackson red IPA. So red IPAs of course are my um my big winner of this uh this winter. But this is like a, a big can four forty mil, but it's only five five point nine percent. Um, so it's just the two standard drinks. But um what a perfectly balanced ipa this is because it's that deeper sort of amber color that you expect from a red ipa but you actually get bitterness from the start and at the end but that caramel biscuity sort of red ipa stuff you get is there but it's not overpowering but the bitterness isn't overpowering either and it's incredibly easy to drink like this could have been like a mid drink, and i wouldn't have even known it's just they've balanced it out perfectly um so, Simon, I know it's still with your like, oh, red IPAs, I guess, but like, if you go in there, I would recommend you getting it because it's um, it's very
2: tasty. Yeah, well, the past past couple I've had, I, I think I had what it was it the Leafo one from um, Bright that was delicious. Leaf paper, yeah, 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 yep, that was good. Um, I've had I've had quite a few. Like the past two I've had are all right. So I just need to I, I need yeah. to know what I'm getting into.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, well, this this one's good too. And J- Jackson spelled with
2: an X. Oh, there you go in the middle.
0: I assume you like them more
2: fine than the bloody brown ale. Yes, yes, no, I certainly do. I, I had a brown ale last night and uh, it was not good. Um, but I think, that's style, I think it's the style of beer rather than whoever made it. So I won't even mention it. It's all right. Um, but, yeah, I am having the Old Wives Ale's West Coast 21. Oh, yeah? And I thought, as you thought, Huddo, it's all right. I don't mind it. It's not uh Yeah, I had that a
0: couple of weeks
2: ago, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Um, oh, I probably should yeah. pick something different, shouldn't I? Why? Oh, well, it's a double up. It, but anyway, yeah. it was it was pretty good. We want um, to hear your thoughts. Yeah, okay. Well, I sort of... I like West Coast IPAs, but one thing about them is sometimes they can be a little bit too bitter. And I know yeah. that's actually their calling card. Actually, they're, they're quite bitter, but I thought this is... Pretty smooth and, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And also, it did taste a little bit weird to start after a couple of snakes. So, just don't have any snakes before, <laughs> you, before you get in there. Um, but, yeah, no, it's good. And, um, yeah, I don't know what happens for the rest of the afternoon. It could could trigger a bit of a sesh. Ooh.
0: Yeah, maybe we stay on the call and have a big magical cool. Sunday
1: sesh. Yeah. And maybe if we all just get pissed enough, we just all call one another again and do... Uh round 23
0: pod. we <laughs> <I laughs> yeah. didn't mention that either, by
1: the way, that we've done the whole season.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, we still got finals to go. Bloody. Don't get too cocky. Yeah. 23. No, that's the whole home and away season. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Know. It's pretty good. I- I'm excited yeah. about finals because there'll be less games and that's not why I'm excited. <laughs> but, um, I, oh, think, I think that we can do probably, um, more in depth analysis and that sort of thing, not rush through some, we do rush through, um, but yep. yeah, if anyone's listening or anything, if you got any feedback, what do you want for finals? Let us know anything different. Um, but yeah, looking forward to that. But it is pretty good. I never thought that I would uh, at the start of this that would we would have over twenty three hours worth of content on uh, on Spotify. Oh, well, it's probably well up over thirty now, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, well, it probably is. Um, and and I yeah. don't know. I don't know if any anyone has actually listened to all of it, but we'll see. But anyway, um, what, what, what else have you got? Any final remarks, boys?
1: Well, next,
0: no. next week we'll... Oh, sorry.
2: You're
1: all right. You go. Oh, then so next week we'll have um, the big reveal, the coach of the underrated MVP. Team. Oh.
2: oh Will we? Oh, well, we have Jesus. the... This is going to go what, forever. What about the athletic trainer? Does the athletic trainer get a look <laughs> yeah. in? Or nah. ad,
1: admin? So, here's, here's <laughs> a hint. I, I, I toyed with the coach being myself because I picked the side. Um, but we, we weren't... I might just be the water boy and runner. I think. So, we'll... Um, We'll wait and see. And then I've still got to – I think I, I told you during the week, Hudson, I'm pretty keen on trying to sort out um, a bit of a Kim Jong-un, as you know. Or, oh, he's the one now, isn't he? It's not ill. Oh, North very... Korea. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to sort out that sort of situation, Simon, where I can have the power he has so I can actually make this underrated MVP team play a game, like actually force them to
2: – Yeah, well, yeah, that would be, that would be good. Just and take a um... few calls. Yeah, just uh, no electricity, uh, no grass, um, <laughs> and you have bloody you have to ingest a few parasites, um, be malnourished, uh, um, and then. Play again a lot of those finishing up over there. What's that? The Olympics are done. The oh, aren't done over the, in North that Korea. Was an yet, Olymp- are they? That was an Olympic fact that I glossed over. I was reading an article the other day. Three weeks after the Olympics was over, it started showing in North Korea. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't catch the reason because no, it, was, it wasn't as if there was any athletes or anything, but they just decided, yep, all right, now we will show it to you.
1: Now, just to finish off, I'm glad you actually said Olympics. Um, we talk about BT's commentary. I saw a little post the other day about the best uh, commentary one-liners from the Olympics that people may have missed. So I've just got a couple. You, and this is, this is the number one. So this is just what we're dealing with. So weightlifting commentators. Uh, This is Grigori Arba from Bulgaria. I saw her snatch this morning during her warm-up and it was amazing.
0: Oh, Oh, goodness. Uh,
1: Number two, the dressage commentator. This is really a lovely horse and I speak from personal experience since I once mounted her mother. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Three, Paul Hamm, gymnast. I owe a lot to my parents, especially my mother and father. Four, oh, you get that one? Yeah, I got yeah. that. <laughs> Four, boxing analysis. Sure, there have been some injuries and even some deaths in boxing, but none of them really that serious.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, must have been the big um. I was going to
1: say, <laughs> that,
0: uh, that sounds like the bloody, the protesters, the COVID protesters.
2: Oh damn! <laughs> oh, there's, there's been a few. deaths, but oh. uh, none of them that serious. Oh,
0: yeah, God. yeah,
2: that that's right. The the bloke who was that? That was the um the health minister, wasn't it? Who had a bit of a slip of the tongue. Um, no. He, well, he was like, oh yeah, but this amount of cases, and um, oh yeah, there are eight deaths. Uh, sorry about that. I forgot. <laughs> um. Oh, but what about the protests? Uh, no one's listening anymore, so he may as well just talk about it. But like. It's just insane, isn't it? I was talking to the yeah. boys in the uh, WhatsApp chat about this and I made the comment that they should just, you know, get the poisonous darts out um, and start shooting the crowd, but instead of the poison, just fill it with AstraZeneca. Um, that had yeah. killed two birds with one stone, I think. But um, anyway, it was bloody oh, ridiculous.
0: I said they should, um, I was saying they should weaponize COVID.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. Just spray them all with COVID and say, well, you got it. <laughs> Yeah, if you
0: don't think it's, it's not going to matter, you may as well just have it.
2: There yeah, you go. there you go. Hang around. Yeah, hang around for four. Yeah, I reckon um, ScoMo will come out and say the idea would be, look, you guys can protest. In fact, protest's all you want, but if you start protesting, you have to protest for 14 days straight, um, and then you can return home. So maybe that'll be... <laughs> And then they just put a bit of You live a... in the street now. Yeah, you live in the street, and they just put a bit of a barrier around those city blocks, and then that's how they stop the spread. Yeah. <laughs> Anything, Graz? Congratulations,
1: and Hutto, into the final.
0: Oh, Hold on. Don't say it too early, Chief. I'm,
1: I'm still nervous. Yeah, I Live did school. look
0: today. Oh, Fremantle
1: sorry. Dockers, 65. Fremantle. What did I say? St Kilda Saints. Sorry.
0: Start again. St Kilda
1: Saints, 65. Fremantle Dockers, 31.
0: That's what you get for trying to take Simo's job of announcing scores. You stuff it up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a fine uh, art that you don't appreciate. <laughs>
1: Nah, it's actually
0: harder than I thought.
1: Um, You've got to get the team uh, and the number right.
0: That's what I didn't get. Yeah, so you suck at numbers, so there's no chance <laughs> for you. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're not wrong.
0: Um, I just the last thing I've got is hopefully this lockdown ends in regional New South Wales and we can get in uh, to the new studio for finals. Of course, that was the plan so we've been setting up.
2: Yeah, and it's bloody nuts. I mean, Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Just sure. sitting there ready, waiting. Waiting for I mean, for the cases haven't point.
1: even gotten to a thousand in New South Wales a
0: day yet. So, like, surely. Yeah. Surely. I just saw a meme actually who's going to reach a thousand first? New South Wales COVID numbers or Buddy Franklin
2: goals? Oh. God. Well, yeah, depending if. Um, Imagine if he's the thousandth person to get it. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and it's called Just is about to kick his thousandth goal. They have to pull him off and put him into ISO.
0: <laughs> oh, bloody, someone will be pulling him off if he kicks his thousands. Oh, jeez. We need the thousands going,
1: by the way, in front of a crowd so they can all jump on the stadium. It's yeah, been so it's long. Yeah, like,
2: like bloody plug a locket. How good.
1: Yeah. Oh. Well, Franklin was the last
2: one. Oh, there you
0: go. Righto. Well, are you, are you watching the footy right now, guys? I was yeah. going
1: to say this I'm is the best sense. way to end this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, is a punch um, behind <laughs> after Collie has kicked it from six metres out straight in the head of Callum Wilkie.
2: And,
0: and I've got a... favor doing it, and they're just replaying Callum Wilkie getting hit in the <laughs> face with a footy. <laughs> but
1: it's skimming. It's skimming. I can't tell if it's touched his head. I'm on am skimming off the top of his dome.
0: They should have, yeah. Straight it, off the top his of head. his if dome. Off to be- <laughs> <laughs> the top of my dome. Rock, rock, rock a microphone. Rock
2: the microphone, bam, bam. All right. On that
0: note,
1: we'll talk to you
0: yeah. next week. No further Tends questions,
2: Your Honour. Farewell. Yeah.